tell me about other guys and come to me for advice while I just smile and reply. Just give it time. But then I wake up and the idea of us is on my mind. I'm staying up taking notes of everything that I know about the man that you're
Oranges are not for sale At any store for several blocks around The part of town where fruit just brings in flies
Steve Mason before that you had Butcher Brown Move Ride featuring Jay Prince and then it was Gruff Reese with Celestial Candy Floss my favorite song title of the week then it was Lee Lewis that's good name alliteration right there Lee Lewis but uh that song is Willing and Able after that you had Animal Collective Jim and I Paycheck next in line and then uh, Wild Nothing with Dial Tone and finally the song before the last is one from A. Savage called David's Dead. And um, thank you so much for tuning in to Living with Cramwell this week on WGOTLP Gainesville 100.1 FM. And uh, welcome back to me and to you. I've been off the air for three whole weeks. The longest I've ever been off the air here at WGOT uh, for both shows, actually, Living with Cramwell and Cramwell Mix Show. And I'm happy to be back. And eventually I will detail what I've been doing the past couple of weeks, uh, three to be exact, right after the next block of music. But what I'd like to uh, discuss right now is the financial future of WGOT, which is bleak. Uh, So we're really counting on the listeners to help us out by donating to WGOT via our Venmo account which you can find uh, pinned top to the WGOT Facebook page. Or, if you're lucky and you aren't on Facebook or social media at all, then just head over to Patreon.com and subscribe to WGOT for a sliding scale as low as $1 uh, to as much as whatever you would like to contribute. All amounts are welcome, and the bigger, the better. And again, all the money that we raise goes directly back into the station, not for anyone's uh, quote-unquote salary, and it pays for things like licensing fees, electricity, internet, and tower rent. And as always, thank you again for your support, Gainesville and beyond, uh, the people that are listening uh, via podcast. So anyway, let's get into uh, new music here. And uh, Duran Duran's got a Halloween album out. Uh, I played one of their songs uh, from that album about two, I guess five weeks now. Uh, But anyway, here's another one off of that album. It's uh, Duran Duran with Black Moonlight. (laughs) 
churning sea A calm came over me Cause I know this is home Home is where I need Through the buzz and the grind Of one thing I'm certain I know this is home Home is where we need to be I know you are my home is my 
Okay, that's music from La La Land. Hit me where it hurts, and uh, I've been hit where it hurts frequently the past couple of weeks. I'll talk about that in a minute here. But uh, before that, you had Duran Duran, Black Moonlight, Maya Follick, What We Wanna. Then it was a North Carolina band, one that's actually popular here in North Central Florida, Super Chunk, in between days covering uh, the Curate. Then it was one from Midlake and John Grant, Roadrunner Blues, and then uh, right after that, one of the all-time greats, Peter Gabriel. New music from him. This is Home, the dark side mix of that one. So um, there you go. You're completely called up to all the great music you've heard this week here on uh, Living with Cramela. So this is normally the time of the show where we do topics, and I've been alluding to this uh, earlier in the show. And the topic this week is bad luck. 
And I've had a lot of it. A whole lot. Now, let me preface this whole thing by saying I do truly realize how lucky and fortunate I am to have the life uh, that I do, especially in consideration of some of the awful recent world events happening around us. But uh, also, um, I do realize that. But I also realize that I'm starting to sound more and more like my grandmother each and every day. And by that, I mean... uh, back when my grandmother was alive and I called her um, every single time I would ask her how she was doing and it was always terrible every single time someone was always sick or just passed away or the neighbors were causing problems so what I'm about to say next is going to sound a little bit like my grandmother and I acknowledge that but hopefully it will also sound a little funny too because I think most people in 2023 enjoy Schoidenfrau, um, which a quick explanation of that is taking joy in someone else's pain. And I am totally full of Schoidenfrau recently, uh, brimming with Schoidenfrau. So let's rewind back to June when my air conditioner broke. And because that broken part was produced by a company that went bankrupt during COVID, it meant that we're going to have to Instead of replacing a $500 part uh, of a fairly new system, we are going to have to replace the whole thing. And that kind of led things off. And from there, it was just a million little bad luck paper cuts constantly. Which is part of life. I admit that. That's why some people drink. And some people do hot yoga. But my bad luck run really hit a peak over the past three or four weeks or so and I really don't want this uh, segment to stretch on for 30 minutes so I'm just going to give you the highlights kind of quickly. I've been, um, and I've talked about this on the show, I've been in the uh, middle of a much needed uh, remodel and a bunch of home repairs and that's always stressful, you know, especially when you have parts of your house that are, are inaccessible and you're living in it and you're sharing one bathroom with three people and you can't remember where you put your toothbrush or brush or spare toothbrush or deodorant or shaving cream because they're scattered all over the place. However, I would say that most of this month-long renovation went kind of according to plan, except for one, which is the bathroom remodel. Uh, So we're having basically a new bathroom put in, and after pulling up the tile, it was discovered that the whole bathroom floor would need to be replaced instead of just the tile. And um, the whole thing had rotted out, and actually, talking about luck, I guess it was kind of lucky that no one in this house actually fell through the floor. But it also meant, bad luck, that the bathroom would be without a floor, at least for a couple of days, which uh, I think for most people... That's an inconvenience, but here, where I live, it was a bigger problem. And that is because I live in a very old-school neighborhood, uh, wooded, completely wooded, uh, classic Florida neighborhood, full of big, beautiful trees, uh, fauna, natural plants, uh, raccoons, cats, armadillos, owls, woodpeckers, hawks, and... um, Lots of other animals, which I think all of these have something in common, 
And that would be that I believe all of them are carnivores. But then again, isn't everything an omnivore if it gets hungry enough? But these animals are carnivore, which means they like to eat little animals like rats and mice, which are part of our natural ecosystem here in Gainesville, which uh, where I live is a wooded hammock. So rats and mice are, uh, we have to say, pretty close to the bottom of the food web here and have lots of natural predators, meaning that... Um, Rats and mice would uh, like nothing better than to move into your uh, residence at night uh, when they are being constantly hunted by the nocturnal hunters, like owls in particular. I mean, even if there's no food or water available to them in your house, uh, I guess it's better for them to take their chance with humans and I suppose with the cold-blooded murder machines that indoor and outdoor cats have evolved into. So... I knew with the floor ripped up, we were vulnerable to pests getting inside the house, waiting for the floor to be replaced. So the next part of the story, you're going to get a little bit of TMI, too much information, and I apologize in advance for putting these images and information in your mind, but it's necessary to explain the events that have occurred to me over the past three or four weeks. So, um, also true. Uh, they've always said that radio is the theater of the mind. So I'm going to create a picture for you. I'm sitting down on the toilet in the one working bathroom, probably 4 a.m., 5 a.m., following a night of very spicy Thai food. Shout out, shout out to Tim, I oh know, Tub Tim Thai. Now they're not sponsors or underwriters, by the way. And I'm half awake, and I, out of the corner of my eye, glance this enormous roach scurrying across the bathroom floor, going underneath, like, the vanity. Except, it wasn't a giant roach. What had happened was my brain really wanted me to believe that it was a giant roach, because I'm not scared at all of roaches or snakes or spiders. To me, all are an unavoidable fact of life as a resident in Florida. But as soon as like the immediate adrenaline of spiting, or spotting this creature wore off, um, I knew it wasn't a roach. It was either a mouse or a rat. Turns out, I'm deathly afraid of both. Which leads me to an interesting sidebar. Does it really matter whether it is a mouse or a rat? And I ask it because I think most people, if you ask them that question, they would prefer a mouse over a rat. Because to me, it doesn't really matter. I, both of them scare me. I mean, I guess maybe it comes down to the size of the rodent. Rats are bigger and more hated, so uh, maybe size does matter after all. Anyway... Um, Traditionally, there is this very well-known, outdated cliché, I'd say, originated at least in the 1950s. And it is of a picture of a housewife up on a chair, standing and screaming, Mouse! with a broom in her hand. With the implication being 
that some man would come along and rescue her and take care of the rodent. And if I could have, I would have jumped naked on top of the toilet and started screaming mouse for anyone that would come and take care of the issue. I mean, half naked, but fully afraid. Shout out if you got that naked and afraid reference. But anyway, uh, this was not an option. Because I knew there's no, like, really, you know, handsome, well-dressed man uh, with a business suit and a tie. He, there's no man coming into my bathroom with me half-naked to save me from uh, this mouse or rat or rodent, whatever. And I also know uh, from living here, about once every five years, uh, somehow a rodent gets into the house. And I know what a huge huge pain in the ass it is to try and catch them and get rid of them. They're very smart animals and mice and rats are especially adapted um, to figure out traps and avoid them. So I did the logical thing, I believe at 5.15 a.m. Uh, instead of getting up on the toilet and with my broom and yelling, I went on to Amazon.com because that's where you go to buy a trap at 5 o'clock in the morning before work. Now, in the past, I've used glue traps uh, to varying uh, degrees of success. And if you know what a glue trap is, it's exactly what it is. You just bait on it, rat, mouse, steps on it, they get stuck. But that also means that once they you catch them, you actually have to kill them. And if I didn't mention it before, I'm going to mention it now. I'm intensely frightened of rodents like rats and mice which leads me to uh, my bad luck number two I didn't want to use glue traps so I wound up using the next best thing on Amazon which are snap tracks which are kind of like the traditional trap you think about when you think of a mouse trap where there's bait Mouse steps on the trap, releases the spring, uh, the claws come down and uh, kill the mice or the mouse or rats or, or whatever it is. And uh, I didn't really expect them to work that great, but it turns out the snap tracks, at least for the pests I got inside the house, it worked really well. Um, but it also created a scenario where I'd have to get up uh, multiple times at night after... 2 a.m. Uh, to clear dead mice that had been killed by the snap traps out of the bathroom. And in particular, there was one scenario where the uh, snap trap didn't even actually kill the mouse. It was suffering, it was caught, so I had to go out, dig out like the shovel out of my shed, which I'm sure there were probably rats around me at that point outside. Uh, I had to bring that shovel in to basically uh, finish the job because I couldn't, couldn't let the mouse suffer, which wound up leading to a uh, surprisingly bloody mess all over my bathroom, because um, I guess there's more blood in a mouse than I thought. So I had to clean this up. Um, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. I have to get up and go to work. And, of course, after that horrific scenario, because I don't like killing things, and I definitely don't like rats and mice, could not go back to sleep. And then you take that with all the anxiety of the other mice and rodents that I had caught in the house. 
and having to get up and uh, set traps and you know clear dead carcasses out of the house. Eventually, this leads me to bad luck number two, insomnia. I could no longer sleep <laughs> at night. And normally, uh, we'd finish with the uh, topic, the story right now, which is bad luck, but uh, we're going to spread this out over two breaks because it's actually a really long story. So uh, it's called a Tease in the Radio World, or in uh, English literature, a little foreshadowing because something worse is going to come along and after uh, the next uh, music segment. Uh, so be ready, and hopefully you can come back and listen to that. But anyway, uh, we've got new music, and let's see, who do we have? Oh, band I've never played before. band I had never heard of until the past couple of weeks. It is a band called Rust Belt. And it's a perfect song title for me, by the way, which might be why I picked the song. But anyway, it's called You Got Nowhere to Go, kind of like me in my house. But you're going there tonight, exactly like me and my house. So anyway, enjoy, uh, and thank you for listening to Living with Cramla on WGOT LP Gainesville.
on your head to kill your sickness, my baby I'll put some spice in your meds to kill that ADD And this is not a perfect world and I am not a perfect person Only thing that's perfect here tonight is that body So let's just rock it to the beat and beat it up on the sofa Put the pussy in a coma, call me Dr. D Cause I have got a PhD and lasting for long enough to break you off and put you back together, my baby. So let's just rock it to the beat.
All right, that is Skinny Palembe featuring uh, Beth Orton, who by fire before that on Living with Cramley at Rust Belt. You got nowhere to go, but you're going there tonight. Then it was Squirrel Flower at the end of Skate Park. After that, you had Upchuck crashing. Then you heard a new one from Speedy Ortiz called Tiger Tank. After that, it was Empty Country with Dust Line. And then uh, finally, you had uh, Malice Kate with PhD. And there you go. That's everything you've heard on Living with Cramla this week. So let's do part two, or if you're French, part deux, of uh, my topic of the week, which is bad luck. So just to get anyone called up that it's not a podcast listener or listening uh, to the whole show on the radio, a lot of bad luck. Uh, started with the air condition breaking, had a bunch of other home repairs to do. One of which was the bathroom. Bathroom floor was in bad condition, so we had to rip that up. When we ripped that bathroom floor up, turns out some uh, mice and mostly mice, maybe a rat or two, got into the house. So spent uh, quite a few nights killing mice and rodents, which led, for me anyway, to insomnia. And that's where we are. Uh, so over the a course of five days, when the mice got in, probably got 10 hours of sleep total. So seven days later and exactly seven dead mice later, uh, the problem solved. The contractors come in, the floor is in, keeping out the pest. Great. So happy. Except for, despite that happiness, my insomnia did not go away. And it still hasn't. Now, two weeks later, I still cannot sleep uh, consistently for maybe more than three hours a night. And it does not matter what quote-unquote sleep supplements I do or do not take. does not matter. I can't sleep. And I hate to use the word crazy in a derogatory uh, uh, fashion, so instead of saying it's making me crazy, let's just say the lack of sleep is making me totally unhinged. And this has been weeks. Even more unhinged than normal, to be honest. So uh, the Vanderbilt UF homecoming game was kind of in the middle of this whole mouse gate. And I was really exhausted. having not slept at all. But I decided for the betterment of my mental health that I would go out on a short, nice little 10-mile bike loop from my house and back to my house and do something nice for myself, uh, something I rarely do, which is uh, go out to lunch. And I'm going to stop on my way home and get lunch at Hogan's Heroes, which is not very far from where I live. I do this. I went in. I order my uh, sandwich I always order, which is a 6-inch uh, number 6 which is turkey, ham, and roast beef, plus all the other toppings. And then stop over um, by the bar, grab a mug of Big Nose, which must be noted, I incorrectly last week said Big Nose was a first magnitude craft beer, and it is not. Big Nose is actually a Swamp Head product, so got to clear that up. My lunch was delightful, and... Um, Full disclosure, Hogan's is not a sponsor or an underwriter. Got that out of the way. So I eat the meal, I finish that mug, and I'm ready to go out, get my bike, and ride home around 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, 
And as I go outside looking down at the bike rack, I cannot see my bike at all. It's not locked to the bike rack. So immediately, just like when I thought the mouse uh, during the first uh, part of the story was a, a roach, my brain, I think maybe my brain's trying to trick me. And I look again, but no, bike's not there. It's gone. Stolen in the middle of the day with many, many people coming in and out of Hogan's. Uh, so I guess someone, and this is kind of a, an alert to people that have bikes, I guess someone's been going around with bolt cutters and they cut the lock off of my bike, which was a cable chain, a cable lock. Not the best. I realized that my bike's really not worth that much. And uh, cable locks are easy to carry around. But anyway, won't be using those anymore. At least not around where I live. Uh, so this takes me to bad luck number three. Bad luck number one was the mice and the pest. Bad luck number two is insomnia. Now we're at bad luck number three which is my bike had been stolen, which goes directly into bad luck number four. So I walk home after my bike was stolen. I'm taking a miserable shower because I'm dirty and mad and kind of crying, and I'm still mad hours after the bike had been stolen because I haven't slept in a long time and I've been killing rats and mice. And I get out of the shower and I finish and I dry off and keep in mind that normally I would not be using this bathroom. I would be using the other bathroom. And even on top of that, normally in the bathroom that I'm using, there's a carpet when you step out in the hallway over the wood floor that had been removed because we were doing lots of home repairs. So anyway, I step out of the shower, I try to dry off pretty quickly, walk out of the bathroom, I put my foot down on the wood floor, and immediately my foot slides out from underneath me, just like I'm slipping on a banana pill in the cartoons or walking on ice in real life, and I realize I'm going down like Frazier. And as I'm going down, my right side catches the ledge of the doorway with a pretty full force. Um, as I fall... I'm trying to brace myself with my right hand and I hit the floor and immediately I know my right torso is in pain. There's also a pain both in the wrist that I'm trying to brace myself and also in my back. So I'm mentally and uh, actually physically screaming serenity now. Uh, wondering if I'm in the middle of this long unending nightmare of bad luck. And of course, this is on uh, the same day um, where I can't sleep at all because I'm up all night killing rodents. On the same day that my bike was stolen. Um, on the same day, I'm kind of losing my mind from insomnia. Uh, now I've managed to put a bow on top of it all with this old man. I've fallen and I can't get up. Uh, slip and fall accident, which... And the end, of course, makes it harder, even harder, to sleep at night. Because now, trying to lay down, I've got a tweak back and really intense pain on the right side of my body, which hurts when I lay down. So now I have insomnia. Now I have insomnia with pain all night. Those 
are my bad luck stories. And it completes the bad luck topic. Which goes to show you, not all stories have happy endings. Because I still can't sleep. I'm injured. And now, I don't even have a bike to ride. So there you go. Anywho, here's a great song to go with that story. The song title's Good News, Bad News, We're All Gonna Die. I think that summarizes what I just told you. And it's from Jen Champion, so thank you for listening to Living with Grandma on WGOTLP Gainesville.
Talking bout makes perfect. I'm certain that shit dead. Closed casket, closed curtain. No person gon' have you like birthing. Earth is different energies exerted. Learn from her, moved on, learn more. Well wishes still in good rapport. You can't fail. That's until you fall. My only hope is it ends well. We're talking about
almost out of time, so let me do a quick uh, rundown of what you just heard. That was Portrait Show with Rocket. Before that, you had Jin Champion, Good News, Bad News, We're All Gonna Die. Then it was one from Jamila Woods called Practice featuring Seba. Then you heard Jose Savage with uh, Pression. After that, it was uh, Beacon School with Mantra, and there you go. That's everything you've heard on Living with Cramwell this week. And if you want to listen to old episodes of Living with Cramwell or Cramwell Mix Show, easy to find if you can Google Cramwell, C-R-A-M-E-L-A. Also, while you're online, uh, why don't you consider subscribing to Patreon for WGOT? Um, as little as $1 a month or more, if you can. Sliding scale, that is. Um, also, we would really uh, appreciate if you don't want to do Patreon, then we are available uh, for a one-time donation using our Venmo at the WGOT Facebook uh, page. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week with another episode of Living with Cramela, probably. Until then, here's your closer this week. It's Debbie Friday. Let you in.